0: south coast tonight so marcus um we've got i finally saw some jeff deal commercials yeah over the weekend i've 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 heard some as well not here but elsewhere you've heard them yeah all right
1: i i saw the jeff deal ad it's pretty good but my only problem is you have to have so many media points for it to have an effect okay so as an example, we hear a lot of Tom Hodgson commercials running here on WBSM. That's because, well, he has the money to do it, but it's because you just can't run it once. You've yeah. got to run it consistently. Yeah. Right? You've got to penetrate through all the car commercials, the detergent, every other thing that's, that's going on in people's heads, right? Um, the Jeff Deal ad is pretty good. It's a crime ad. um. It's it's a contrast, ad. Yeah. It's it basically has her quote after the riots of the George Floyd nature where she says America's burning but that's where wildflowers flowers grow or something like that. Or after the that's how forests grow. That's when, or something like that, right? She so puts a positive spin on the riots, okay? It wasn't a good quote. It was a, it was a ridiculous thing to, for her to say. Um I don't know if it makes the difference for most people. And again, most people are never going to see the ad. Yeah. Most people are never going to hear that contrast. Right. Because Jeff Deal didn't take it seriously to raise the money. <sighs> no. One thing that's interesting about the ad I found, Marcus, is it says paid for by the friends of Jeff Deal. Oh. So
0: it's his committee. It's his committee running the ad.
1: It's not a PAC. It's not a super PAC. It's not the state party. I'm always curious about that, right? Because there are different laws that govern it. And we always heard Jeff Deal had no money. He doesn't have that much money anymore, even now. But the fact is, it is his committee running the ad. For those people who see it, and those people that it resonates with, I think it could be powerful, But most people are not going to see it, Marcus. Yeah. Um, I saw it. I'm a ridiculous news watcher. I watch a lot of news. And I stick around for the commercials because I only care about the commercials. I watch the news for the commercials this time of year. So I can see what's going on politically. I watch a a smattering of Rhode Island and Boston. I'm curious about what's going on with the New Hampshire elections, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: When you watch Rhode Island and Boston, you get a lot of Massachusetts commercials. I see a lot of um, Bill Keating ads.
2: Right. I He's running a too. nice... Yeah they're, yeah,
1: they're very well done.
0: They're well done. Yeah, I've seen them.
1: They correspond with his direct mail. Yeah. They correspond with... They do. His overall appearances. is... In- Free media.
0: Yeah. Okay. T- talking about the Inflation Reduction Act and all of that. The, the, yep. m- specifically, the money you spend on, uh, the, you'll spend, you uh, save in health care. And he talks about it from the perspective of bipartisanship and problem solving. Yes. Which is what he does when he comes on with us. 508 Let's go to the phones. Good evening. You're live. Good evening,
3: gentlemen. How hey, are my doing friend. Tonight? Hey, my friend. How you doing? Good. Good. You? Oh, okay. I'm glad you guys are all doing well. Now, I got a question for you. You guys have done a great job in stirring up interest in the uh, sheriff's race, and that's all good. But what's the plan in the future to try to stir up more interest in getting people to vote? Because I think that's majorly he, he, what you guys are our, trying to
0: do. Yeah, here's our thing. Okay. It shouldn't really primarily be our job, you it, know. We have an elections commission in New Bedford. We have an elections commission in New Bedford that's, frankly, I think, been derelict in that duty. Uh, and they're well paid, and yeah, right, exactly. So uh, there were promises of uh, there were promises uh, of like a new regime bringing like you know they're going to be out there registering people as soon as they walk out of New Bedford High and they're going to be everywhere they're going to be there, there here there and everywhere you know they're going to be outside the zoo they're going to be outside of this park and that park and everybody's going to be registered and everybody's going to engage in this beautiful civic process but frankly none of that's happened right none well, of it's happened
3: okay that that's may be the case but you guys are more out there you guys are more active even though you're not getting paid and i thought you guys were trying to trying to make this area the joe mansion area of massachusetts
1: i agree no listen we, we, we're doing our best right joe
0: Manchin, like that
1: we're doing our best but we need everybody to pull pull over the oars i think that the mayor's done his part oh absolutely i think um the city councilors will really engage this year a lot of them anyway in getting endorsed giving endorsements and getting candidates to come down uh that's all part of the mix. Um, what we have to have, uh, my friend, is a lot of really quality candidates to run for office.
3: Well, next year. Uh, again, I I was hoping that you guys would have maybe something more going after the younger people. Maybe uh, have people right out, out of New Bedford High or something like that with uh, with uh, you know flyers and stuff. You know, trying to get young people like that to get involved in the process. Or going outside some sort of uh, business trying to get young people involved in the process. Because we got to get more people involved here. We'll never outvote the interests in Boston. But we may get to a point where they need our votes. Here.
0: Well, that's exactly the point.
3: Yes. I, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm, I'm sure I'm going in the direction you guys think, that's for sure. You know? But, uh, you know, uh, you guys have the uh, mouthpiece. You have the, the radio station and if you could dream up something uh, maybe a place where people could drive by and register to vote or something with you guys there or something or some of the bsm crew there uh, that's the only way we're going to get more and different i like i think you called me a super voter or something yes so you, are.
0: But, <laughs> you are you are super voter is somebody who votes in every every election I, municipal I, I, and, I and, and general yeah but,
3: I, but again I, if we're gonna you know have an influence on boston they may need our votes we got to try to get somebody who isn't voting. Maybe you got to get them young. I, I say too. It might be after our times then when all this happens, and uh, trying to uh, influence more people, uh, you know, to get out there and vote. If this area is ever going to be given a good look at, too, you know, uh, by the people in Boston and Washington and whatever, you know,
0: right. That's exactly, it. and not only that, um, you know, whenever whenever Keating does leave, I th- I'm sure we'd like to. Maybe feel the candidate from this right. re- from this part of the oh, of the district as well. Absolutely. You know,
3: Mayor Mitchell. Uh, again, where are you? Okay.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But but he doesn't you have know? the he doesn't have the vote share. Well, I think he got cold To feet. command it.
3: I think he got cold feet with this Healy thing. I. I, I, I kind of think if he'd, have, you know, try to get out there for a lieutenant governor, you know, get his name out there, the person from down here, we'd have a a, a friend from here, up yeah. there,
0: it would be good, you know. I mean, I think he was definitely a, a candidate for a lieutenant governor and, sure. and attorney general. Sure. He, he was definitely looking at attorney general. Yeah, yes, we I, know
3: I, that. I, and we, well, even that, though, yeah, if he'd have, you know, made, made a shot for that, he is a former prosecutor, he is an intelligent guy, we need somebody from down here. You know, to represent us, I think he kind of got cold feet. To tell you the truth, he must have money in his uh, in his watch chest. He right. does.
1: I looked. In fact, it's funny you say that because I looked over the weekend. Oh yeah. The reason I looked over the weekend is I wanted to see if he had made any major contributions to the Democrat Party's efforts. Mm-hmm. Okay, to the state committee, and he hadn't. Um, mm-hmm. You know, money to the state committee, money to one of the congressional committees, something like that. Yep. The, the reason I did that is that if you've been following along. With uh, Ted Nesi's column, he's been talking a lot about, and and, and um, the um, the Politico as well. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about some of these congressmen that aren't contributing their their dues mm-hmm. to the Congressional Campaign Committee, things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of tension going on in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. With Langevin hasn't given his money that he was supposed to give. Mm-hmm. And and there's a congressional race going on. And the Democrats Landon's could been use getting his, some
0: money, though, for sure.
1: Yes, be getting personal money, right? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But he could be. But he's not giving over to campaign money. No. And he's they not. have that, mm-hmm. that very tight seat right now for him and. Uh, well, the, well, he's giving up, right, between Magaziner and Fong. So yeah. I was curious, John Mitchell, who's sitting on close to a quarter of a million dollars, if not a little go.
2: more. There
3: you go.
1: Had he given any money to the Democrat State Committee, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been any.
3: Yeah. Well again, you know, uh, uh named uh, what's uh, New Bedford is? Are we the fourth or fifth largest city in the uh, in the in the commonwealth? Or do you guys know our fans? I think
1: it's fifth.
0: Yeah, I think fifth. it's fifth.
3: Well,
1: that's pretty good. That's We're pretty behind good. Springfield and Worcester, obviously behind Boston.
3: Okay. Okay. So, so again, if ever there is going to be somebody, and, uh, you know, I, I realize he's very friendly with Healy, and I'm sure if he chooses to leave, he's got a position in her administration if he wants. But I, I, I think as far as a name and leading the, at least the fifth largest city, uh, he would have been a good candidate for Attorney General.
0: You know what's, you know what's funny? though the, the, the size they have a large city but they don't have the vote there's it's a, there's a difference between city and vote share. It all comes down
1: to vote total.
0: Yeah because because I remember this argument coming up when um, they were talking about redistricting and Fall River going fully into Auchincloss's district in the 4th and they said well Fall River will be the biggest city in that district right but it right. doesn't have the vote share They're Brooklyn like Newton, right. R- Newton and Brookline they all have the vote share which means actually f- voter wise people that get to pick the seat there's a, a greater number of people. Right so the people of F- New Bedford,
1: for one reason or another, over the last couple of years have dropped off from showing up to even bothering
0: to vote.
3: Yeah, and they, these are guys that yeah. are registered voters, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: right. Voters, and we were told, yeah. like I said, we were told, you know, all this, this there's going to be this, I don't know, awakening in New Bedford for, for young and, and aspiring voters. Well, right. even, and there wasn't even an effort to get that, yeah. frankly. Even
3: right. even though you guys aren't paid to do this, Okay. Uh, I I would hope that you guys could, you know, you have forward thinkers could dream up some way that we can get people in this area to pay more attention to the vote, to give us some sort of voice in Boston. And, again, I think that voice would be they need the votes down here to get something passed that they want. We'd be the Joe Manchin of Massachusetts. That's what I'm looking well, for.
1: Well, it is good for business.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, There's exactly. no doubt about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, um, we're better off the higher the percentage of voters yeah. that show up. Sure, sure. Sure. But the reality of it is, is that we're better off in some respects, Marcus, trying to turn out the vote in Fairhaven, yeah. where people will listen, exactly. well, or amount well, of poison. Just,
3: just a southeastern Massachusetts, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, contingency right. that, that Boston has to pay attention to, whether it comes from. Uh, New Bedford or Fall River or uh, Fair Haven or Dartmouth or whatever—that's
0: uh, what we need, you know. New Bedford's the ninth largest city, uh, but it's ninth largest city in the Commonwealth, according. Ninth? Wow! Uh, why didn't they
3: yeah. But well, they're not—they're not counting some of the other people that we have. Oh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that—that—that that, that, and like the difference between seven and nine isn't like it's like you know it's like a couple thousand. Well, what Brockton? Brockton, Brockton does. Us, yeah. Brockton does. Uh, Lowell, Cambridge, Springfield, Lowell, Worcester, Cambridge, Lynn, and Quincy. Yeah. And then Favre just behind us at 10. Where's yeah. Ton? Taunton's a work. Taunton's only, yeah, 60,020. So Taunton's, yeah.
3: Well, I, again, I, I'm hoping that you guys can dream up some way, wh- no matter where they come from in Southeastern Mass, to get more people out there, because that's the only way Boston will ever listen to us.
0: We will try our best to do other people's job for them. <laughs>
3: well, you know, I, I think you guys have your hearts in it. You know? No, we do. It, we sometimes do sometimes getting paid for something. If that's you true. get your heart in it, you know, uh, you're doing it because you think it's not only the right thing in your mind, but the right thing in your heart, too.
1: Yeah. So, so Mark, and I already have... Three hours a night here. <laughs> yep. um, some people have 40 hours a week. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I understand. But, and, and again, they're getting paid. I understand. And, and, and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But you guys have the the voice. You know, you've made the sheriff's race uh, a thing that even Providence stations have picked up on. Oh, and that's you guys. It's, true. Station. it's yes. true. It's true.
0: It's so true. I mean, people are really have, looking at us for yeah, the sheriff's race. Yeah, you
3: have that microphone. And you can do a lot with that. Ask Rush Limbaugh.
0: We, we, <laughs> we, we appreciate the call. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> very Thank much. Guys, Thank you. Yes. Yeah um so well, let's go back to the phones yeah good evening
4: good evening and you two guys do an excellent job together
1: thank you thanks big L. I mean that i appreciate
4: and, it and i cannot wait to meet you marcus yeah it's gonna be fun you know? oh yeah believe me i'm gonna shake your hand and give you a hug and that makes it official
1: looking forward to it you'll be able to see it looking right in the eye too big L. You guys are about yeah, the same I'm, height.
4: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Marcus.
0: You want to know how tall you are? Uh, oh, oh, I thought he said, I'll tell you, Marcus. No. So, uh, I'm 6'4". I'm 6'5". Oh, geez. Never mind, I'm 6'6". Yeah. Six six. Where lifts, Marcus.
4: <laughs> well, the reason why Chris says I can look at you in, in the eye, because I met Chris. Yes. And Chris is now a lifetime friend with me. That's
1: good. That's, that's good a good friend to, to, have, to be in, yeah. You're a good friend, man. I appreciate you.
4: And I got something else to tell you, Chris. Okay. anybody dares to pick on you in any way, shape, or form, their, their, their problem just got multiplied by 20. I and
1: appreciate that, Bigel. That, I really do, and I believe it.
4: And that's the level of my temper. Of twenty people put together. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I'm going to take a page from Marcus' book. Okay, Chris. All right. It will be fair to say, and let the record reflect without prejudice, that back in the '80s of the last century, in my prime when I was on wrestling, okay, before I turned pro in 1990, okay. Okay taking fifth in the nationals. There was a drunken person at a biker bar that I used to go to and arm wrestle, grabbed me by the shirt, and this is a true story, and thought he was going to get away with her, uh, grabbing me by the shirt. Well, let me put it you this way. I'm going to summarize it. I used the reverse forearm across the chest And the results was ugly. We'll leave it at that.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate that, Big Al. You're a big dude. I I wouldn't know why anyone would think they could get away with grabbing you. I'll give you a call. We'll give
0: you a call if we need you.
4: Well, I'll tell you, (laughs) like I said, I am a perfect gentleman. You are. And Chris can tell you.
0: Maybe you can motivate people to get out to vote.
4: Someone's got got it. Someone's got it. That's another thing I got to tell you. Voting in New Bedford, it can be finicky. There was one time, I recall, eighty percent of the registered voters did come out on a referendum for a casino in New Bedford, but New Bedford never got it. Yeah, why? Why?
1: They voted it down in Boston.
4: They may have voted. May have got voted down in Boston. But it was a referendum on the ballot, in a ballot rather, in New Bedford. And eighty percent of the registered voters vote in the affirmative for the casino, and this city would have been swimming in money right now. But they couldn't
1: transfer the land. That's what it came down to, which they were able to finally do with the with the golf course this time around. But back then they couldn't do it.
4: What's the reason?
1: They it, it had to do with the fact that this time around, it's not casino gambling. They considered a referendum on all casino gambling. And there were a lot of forces against casino gambling in their legislature back then. That's what happened. That was when Rosemary Tierney was the mayor. 1990, I think.
4: No, it was, the referendum was before that. No. It was after Rose Murray Turney.
1: I, I, um, I just remember Governor Weld said it was on the one-yard line, which would have been after 1990. But anyway, it didn't happen.
4: I know, and I was very disappointed. But, you know, I think
1: some of those casino promises just turned out to be that, Abigail. I don't think it's as, it would have been as good as some people thought, but we'll never know.
4: Well, I got something to tell you. You got 140, 195, right? Right. And you got the water. If you built a big enough marina where the power plant used to stand, you would get a lot of people coming to New Bedford.
0: One if by land, two if by sea. I think the next mayor should run on a let's bring back the casino and the aquarium. The aquarium, we, too. we never got the aquarium.
4: Yes, we never got the aquarium either.
0: But we're going to get the but train. I'm... And we didn't get the new voters. Right. We never got the voters. <laughs> we, we never got the new voters. We haven't got the aquarium. We haven't got the the, the uh, casino. But we'll get the train.
4: Yeah, the train will definitely come. I've been watching the progress on that. And uh, if both of you go to South Coast Rail, I mean this, you will be very amazed on the, the progress of that project.
0: A year from now it should be up and running. We should right. be able to take the tea to Boston. If
4: uh it gets voted on. Hopefully people will vote yes on five. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. And and no on the license for the illegals.
0: Uh no people should vote yes on that. <laughs> All right, Pigel, thanks right. for the call. Appreciate right, it. Hey let's uh let's vote yes on taking a break yes. and then we'll be back. hey welcome back i'm marcus he's chris this is south coast tonight 508-996-0500 that's how you can get on the program um you know we were just talking about the i mean first of all you know the need to go get out and vote new bedford's uh, anemic voting numbers that have been trending over the last few years how there's been really nothing done at the city level to to mobilize people to vote or register new voters or you know sort of do that a lot of that has to do too with you know there needs to be i think more people willing to run um i'd wonder if you know maybe better incentivizing uh positions in city council or making school committee positions paid positions maybe uh increasing city council salary could do it um because, you know, you look at the school committee, too. I think only there were three people for three spots. So and the city council, uh, when it was just the city council election, you had some people that ran before and some people didn't run before. Um, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. Fairhaven has, a, I think, a much better turnout, typically. Uh, Fairhaven's like 20% uh, turnout. Dartmouth is, I think, a bit lower. I think Dartmouth's like 7% uh, turnout. So... But it went up to like 23 because of the uh, the vote on the um, Indian logo uh, last uh, the last go around. But five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get in the program. we have the Plymouth County DA's debate. And as you might have heard in the lead-in to, uh, you know, uh, from the commercials to back to the show, we have, we're more than a broadcast, we're a podcast. Uh, the first actually two hours of this program, South Coast Tonight, is already uploaded. And we have... Um, and we have a, uh, in that first hour, is the Plymouth County DA's debate between Rasan Hall and Tim Cruz. I think a great debate. And again, if you're in Marion, Mattapoise, at Rochester, uh, Lakeville, Middleborough, Carver, Plymouth, Wareham, all directly in our listening audience and beyond, you know, because we know we've got people listening in the apps. I can see the numbers and I can see where where the downloads are happening, where the podcast downloads are happening, where we're hitting. And uh we're definitely hitting uh we're definitely hitting uh, pretty far throughout the Commonwealth. So a lot of people are looking at this uh station, this show for a lot of the like I said, the two hottest races, the two hottest county races in the whole in the whole Commonwealth um here, the Bristol County DA's debate and the sheriff's debate. I actually wanted to show Chris this. Uh this is the neighborhood news. So um because one of our great college earlier today pointed out that there was a letter to the editor in the neighborhood news this is the this is the letters to the editor section of the neighborhood news no 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 the, look at it look at it, open it wide open it wide open it wide and then you're it's upside look at look at the whole thing look at every headline in that in that uh in that neighborhood news section every single one every single headline in the letters to the editor
1: oh yeah it's all the uh, people from the coalition Social justice
0: yeah so i wonder what i so i wonder I don't know if every single one of them is from CSJ, but that's, I do. That's obviously you do. So yeah. that's, that's obviously a um, that's a targeted effort to, to. They've been writing these same letters to the to the Standard Times for years, right? Betty Usage. Well, no, I know what Betty Usage, is. but there's a but, and I'm not Diane saying that, Gilbert. I'm not saying there's a <laughs> of Dartmouth. I'm not saying that there's an uh, there's a there's a Like I'm not saying, oh my God, look at this wave of people that are supporting a row. That's obviously a targeted measure. Yeah, I wonder where else it's being done. Like I wonder if that's you know basically what they're doing everywhere. Every local paper, uh, every local newspaper, they're just hitting all these LTES out. So
1: I'm a big fan of letters of the editor. Yeah. Okay. I do. I think people who get the and and I think this is true about the. The printed copy, okay? I don't know about the online copy.
0: But I know that in the printed copy, it's one of the most read sections. I I can attest to that because I wrote a couple letters to the editor, um, to the Neighborhood News, in my position as an elected official, and in my position as chairperson of the Commission on Disability, trying to get new members. And I can't tell you how extraordinarily extraordinarily effective it was. Right. (laughs) You know, It really was. I can tell you that um, over the years... My time in,
1: in political campaigns and, you know, uh, grassroots lobbying, things like that. Letters to the editor. I can tell you that I would always read the letters to the editor, Marcus. Mm-hmm. My Same. father, I grew up reading them. Before I ever got involved in politics, I Just yeah. my father would say, oh, look at this, Chris, right? Yeah. Um, years would go by. I'd meet somebody somewhere, and I'd say, oh, I've been reading your letters to the editor for years. No kidding. Right? Yeah, yeah, because you just remember their name. Right. You know, they write, you like their punchy style, the way they yeah. write, you know. Uh, there was a guy, Leo Cain. Cain Furniture is still around in Plymouth at Sunruns. Now, Leo Cain was on the board of selectmen out in um, uh, in Middleborough. He's a right winger, but he would always write these letters to the editor. When right. I ever met Leo Kane, I said, I've been reading you for years, right? right? I mean, and if you talk to anybody, probably right now, people listening, who used to read the standard times and Go. they all remember Leo okay yeah you passed away a few years ago he was in world war ii but i always i think it's very effective by um social justice i dismiss it because i recognize him but it's a very effective
0: technique 508 good evening
2: good evening guys how you doing tonight? hey tom what's up great great debate Thank uh you. kind of made me feel a little bit uh small <laughs> those are kind of really smart guys boy wow yeah they are uh, they're both they're yeah.
0: both very well experienced and trained attorneys right. so
2: yeah yeah pretty impressive uh-huh. uh the, the other piece was when you guys was t- talking about uh amore uh now it, he was on the other night with uh um what's her name uh, machado okay and mm-hmm. um when we were I, out right yeah okay I, I i tried to call in but but uh, was only able to after he left uh but i brought up that issue that you guys were talking about tonight if i'm getting this correct this economic uh development package includes the portion of uh the checks coming out is, is that what you that's, were saying
0: that's according to what i i saw john keller uh tweet out but they said it include they're including it in that so i'm wondering if they're trying to manage the distribution of it
2: yeah, I mean, because again, uh, the, the the thing that I brought up again was the violation of the state constitution in terms yeah. of appropriation, and yeah. the the Supreme Court piece, you know. And, and to me, I, unless they're giving the governor, you know, a, a farewell gift, if they all look the other way. You what know, it
0: seems to, like, right, Marcus? Well, well, maybe this is them. Maybe okay. this is them trying to say, okay, yeah, it's happening because we're allowing it. Okay, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe they're saying it's happening because we're allowing it. We're passing this legislation to ensure that, so that they don't set a precedent of the governor saying, I'm just gonna, you know, send out yeah. checks yeah, to everybody I, when count, I feel right? like it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: that'd be the only way it could get done. I find that amazing. I, I really do. Me too. Um, and uh, it, it should have been done in, in a form of a tax credit. Uh, as the uh, Supreme Court said. And uh, and at least get in there. If if you're going to do something like that, then appropriate it from the legislature so you don't violate the state constitution. Uh, And that's the way it should have been done uh, if it's going to be done that way. Anyway, uh, that was uh, uh, an effort. And when you started talking about Amore and and the governor, uh, and and I, I believe that to be true, I think he should... Uh, be uh, statewide the person uh, representing the Republican Party. He was that fair and non-partisan when you guys interviewed. And it changed me. And you know, I'm a liberal. Right. And uh, uh, I'll vote for the guy, you know. And uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to, you know, cause the election to be won to be no. by one vote, but it could.
1: Good, you no. never know. You know?
2: No. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I think uh,
1: you're representative of a lot of people, really. Um,
0: well, I think that's why they're saying that this is the closest race. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, they're now saying that his race is the closest. Yeah.
0: Oh well, the oh, poll, yeah yeah yeah, 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 oh, the, by, by far the closest because the polls are showing that too. The poll, like the some of the more generous polls have shown that it's basically like DeSaglio may have a double digit lead, but the amount of undecideds um, can break in Amori's way favorably.
2: I see. I yeah. see. Uh, that's interesting. It is. Yeah, you guys have been good up to this point in time. I keep it going. <laughs> You got uh, what? Nine days left.
0: Yes, sir. In yeah. a week, and a a week from tomorrow, we'll be will be here for five hours. I'll be sure. looking forward to talking about why what happened happened. Yes,
2: yeah. Right. yeah. When it's over, and yeah. then
0: moving on from it completely.
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's got to be tough. You know, that's got to be tough. It's,
1: yeah, it's it's been. Well, fortunately, we'll have in January. We ought to have people start at least. Uh, people start saying where they're going to run well, the this city is what council we're going to
0: do is we're going to literally ask every single guest that we have on the air what they're running for next
2: <laughs> to include the mayor so, <laughs> so. but
0: really
1: there are to be candidates who start to come out for city council now
2: yeah they yeah, should I, I, I'm, I'm open to say, you know when you guys mentioned that just briefly and it was either 71 or 73 whatever and there were 28 candidates i love it for, imagine city council you imagine know? and uh and it, 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 it was different. That it was like the the, the concept of, of running for city council was was uh, something where if you were in business, you could increase your business. Yes. Because yeah. uh, lawyers lawyer, couldn't
1: advertise.
2: Right. And lawyers, a lot of lawyers. They couldn't uh, advertise. That's uh, why I they did it. remember a guy, guy named uh, Joe Burgess. He, he, I think he's passed now. He, he was pretty old then. Uh, and for years, and I apologize. Uh, but uh, he, he had more signs than anybody, and he was an oil man, he delivered oil or something to that effect, Okay, and uh, he, he didn't win, he, he tried a couple of times, but man, he had these bright orange signs all over the city, and he just couldn't turn it over.
1: I've never and, seen uh, orange win, have you?
2: I beat an orange one.
1: <laughs> no, I've seen orange ones lose, I've never seen them win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I, they were talking about signs today, and I didn't have any when I first started, and when I, when I went against Ralph, I didn't have any. And they asked me about that. And, and my comment, when, you know, it's just off the cuff kind of thing was, well, he's got all the people uh, voting for him to have signs in the house. I got all the rest of them.
1: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's good. I like that. When well, signs used to be even more expensive back then because you had oh, to have yeah. the wood frames. Right,
2: yeah. Now they're yeah.
1: a lot less expensive.
2: Yeah, you know you know those boxes that uh, wallpaper come in? Uh, You know, they're like long boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, book. those, yeah. yeah. I went home, it was like uh, three days before the election, and my sister had put together the, the kind that, that you see in the conventions where people hold up oh, right. it had my it had name on it. And there was like six of them. And I said, okay, now now we can go down and uh, stand at the corner of Brock Avenue and like uh, Cove Road, and, and we did our visibility. And uh, I did it early morning. I, I, I noticed, because I walked around uh, the, the South End quite a bit, Mostly bartending. And early morning, there was a whole bunch of cars that used to go up Route 18. You know, they're all coming out of uh, that portion of the ward. Okay. Uh, going to work in Boston, wherever. And I nailed them that morning. Uh, and it was the first first time I used the boxes, you know. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, you start hearing the two horns and stuff like that. It gives you a little encouragement. Oh, certainly. And then the guy is flipping your rollers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then you really get encouraged. Hey, you know? hey Tom, right. I, I got to take this break, but I appreciate sure. the call. Thank nice you. Yeah. Download the... Do- well... It's he- just done to harass people, Marcus. It's not actually done to get to the end. Yeah. It's not really get to the end. We're talking about campaign finance laws, by the right. way, just to clarify. But you're just
1: designed to, to, to screw challengers... Generally speaking, they're designed to keep people out of the political process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you've ever tried to run for office, the reason you you say I'm not doing this is because you looked at the campaign finance, or you tried to get your brother-in-law to be the treasurer, and he said I'm not going to jail for you.
0: Right? Yeah. It just becomes a being a treasurer in a campaign the is really hard. Right. Let's actually take one more break. The WBSM app is so Marcus. So so we've got. Tomorrow, um, I'm working on a guest that's going to be good. It's going to be about the sheriff's race. It's going to be a reporter. Okay, I just haven't, which uh, just haven't got a conf- confirmation yet. Okay, the we got Carol Doherty, the rep from Taunton. Uh, she's got a tough race uh, in Taunton. Taunton's a Republican area it of, is, of yeah. the county, uh, and she's going up against a Republican city councilor. Um, we also are going to have at some point Mark Pacheco. Uh, you live in Marion or Wareham or Taunton or Middleborough? Uh, Mark Pacheco is your uh, your Senate or, or Dayton or uh, or I think maybe Swansea or Dayton or, or Rehoboth maybe or oh, Seekonk and Rehoboth. Okay, Seekonk and Rehoboth. I uh, picked up and I think Dayton too. It's weird what they've done with those Senate districts. They they are weird. They look weird. They don't. Some of them don't make that much sense. The only ones that makes Mark Montigny's makes sense. Yeah,
1: he's got New Bedford, Acushnet, Um That's as far over as he goes. He's got
0: Dartmouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all basically, like you know, it's like shoreline. Contiguous. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. contiguous. It's a contiguous um, district. Mike Roderick's district is not contiguous. It's not. It's a strange district. district Westport, Fall River, Freetown, Lakeville, Lakeville Rochester. Rochester. Yep. Because you have to connect, they have to connect on a, like a town line. So they look at it, and it just, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, although I do think that Mike,
1: we know he's happy with his district, and I would say his constituents are probably pretty happy with him. He's
0: probably the oh, most of conservative of the Democrats. Yeah, he has a pretty conservative. He's area. getting money from Charlie Baker's pack. Yes. Yeah, I think you got to be happy when you get the chairman of Ways and Means as your. And he's just a good guy. I he's mean, a good guy. He's just a good guy. Everybody likes him. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Mike Rogers. He's very responsive to the
1: district. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Which is what you want.
0: Yeah, which is why Marcus.
1: One of the tests I use here is um, I don't care what you tell me. You believe? Did you get back to us when we reached out to you? Yeah, right. Right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're not going to get back to us when you're a candidate, when you yeah. get uh, when you become a when you become elected, you're going to think you're the god's greatest gift in the world, right? right? You're not going to have anything to do with us,
0: right? Um, yeah, exactly.
1: But all the successful ones do. They all do. I mean, you, you think about it. Um, the guys who are in office are the most responsive. Yeah. Generally. Exactly. To. They generally all are, be. yeah, for the most part. Um, and we're pretty easy to get along with. I don't <laughs> think we make unfair demands.
0: No, I never do. Not time-wise. No, 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 I never do. I mean, do. if someone
1: can't do it, they can't do it. Yeah, we yeah, make yeah, that.
0: yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm, I, I'm flexible. Yeah.
1: So. um. So so the sheriff's race still remains to be, remains the most interesting race.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know. Well, now that it's got all the outside money that's come in. Yeah, that's just, that's what really, I think, sets it apart. It really blows it open because with all the outside money coming in, you you know, you're not, like you just.
1: Who else heard of an outside sheriff's race getting of sheriff's race, getting getting money from New York City. You,
0: you know, apparently they're spending some money in other sheriff's races, but I wouldn't I wouldn't know. But in Massachusetts, you right. know, it's it's so strange. Like I said, you know, I said this earlier. I think, you know, Hodgson being a national figure, I think attracted that national attention. It. Yeah, I should have assumed it. Hey, listen, we got to go. Some people around him did. Maybe some people around.